This is my fake hair journey, the podcast that tells you about alopecia, but also all the solutions that we have to deal with it. The goal here will not be to feel sorry for our bald scalps, but to learn to live with this pathology, and even maybe to laugh about it. And if you really like fun and informative content about alopecia, don't hesitate to follow Comment Diadem on YouTube, Facebook and Instagram. Hi everyone! As you probably know if you follow me on my YouTube channel Comment Diadem and my blog, I started to wear a hair topper at the age of 30. Suffering from androgenic alopecia since the age of 20, I was starting to feel really self-conscious about losing my hair. It became a real complex. But taking this step is far from trivial. It took me several years to feel psychologically ready to do it. I went through different phases and the catastrophic hair topper fitting before I really felt ready to move on. So I will tell you everything about my first immersion in the wonderful hair topper world in this podcast episode. For the first few years after my androgenic alopecia diagnosis, I didn't know that there were any solutions other than regain or hormonal treatments. I had no idea that hair toppers existed. I had never seen or heard of this product. I did uh, know about wigs, but in my mind there were products for very old women which did not look natural at all. So I had never considered this option. I thought the wig was a product adapted for women in a more extreme situation than mine with regard to their alopecia, for instance, uh, completely bald, uh, bald women or women facing cancer treatments. But my alopecia was getting worse with time. So I sometimes spent uh, evenings on internet forum uh, dedicated to men uh, with hair loss. It was very good evening nights. On these forums, like uh, internal, International Forum of Hair Loss, some men were saying that at least women uh, were lucky to have a hair topper at their disposal. And sometimes I could read uh, some uh, women questions about these type of solutions. So that's the moment when I first heard about hair toppers. So I started to look into the subject and soon came across a YouTube video of a young woman trying on a hair topper in a shop in Canada. She was maybe 25 years old and uh, her alopecia was not that impressive. In the video, she tried the hair topper for the first time and the result was incredibly natural. It made her look so much better. I could easily identify with her because of her age, but also because her alopecia was not that impressive. I said to myself that if she allowed herself this type of, of product, why not me? Maybe I could also try this kind of solution. At that time, I didn't really feel ready to wear a hairpiece. I also knew that my alopecia was barely visible. I had never had any comments of stairs. However, this video helped me a lot because I told myself there is a solution for me if one day it gets worse. I also promised myself that if one day the complex became too much for me to handle, I should not hesitate to take that step. I should not make myself unhappy with a complex that can be resolved so easily. I was very quick to tell my friends and family about this hair topper solution. 
I certainly needed to get the ID validated to get some sort of approval on what I might have to consider one day. I first told one of my best friends about it and she reacted very well. She didn't seem shocked but, uh, by what I was showing her. I explained to her that if one day my alopecia was worst, I might have to use this type of product. She told me that the result was very natural and impressive and that it could indeed be a good solution for me. However, I also told my mother who had a big uh, reaction of reject rejection. She reacted quite badly. I felt it was something shameful for her. She said to, uh, she said to me, but you're not going to wear that. But it's a wig. You're not going to wear a wig. That's for women who lose their hair, Laura. Yes, I was also losing my hair, but... She also told me that the result on the young woman did not look natural at all. In short, she made me doubt a lot about this solution. I felt that it would also be a shame for her if I wore this type of product. I didn't feel supported. I showed her the video on and off for a few years and I still had the same reaction of rejection. I would certainly have gone through this process faster, maybe even only a few months later if she reacted differently, but instead I waited for four years. It's the time it took for the complex to become psychologically impossible to live with. Over the years, I started to have a real obsession about my alopecia, especially after the birth of my first daughter when I lost a lot of hair. I didn't take any picture of myself with her anymore because all I could see was my alopecia. It was becoming more and more difficult for me to hide this with hair densifying powder, especially when I was shooting my videos for YouTube. Then I remembered my promise. I, tell, I told myself it's time to give it a try and to go to a wig shop for the first time. This was really not an easy step. I was ashamed to call, ashamed to go to the store, ashamed to be seen in front of the shop in the street, ashamed to enter in the store, but I did it. So I started to do some uh, Google research and went to a shop in Paris because I'm French if you didn't heard it. <laughs> I went there with my partner and my one-year-old baby. I remember thinking to myself, poor baby with a mummy going to a wig shop. I know this is a ridiculous thought. It's nothing to be ashamed of, but that's just really how I felt. Actually, the shop was not in a street, but at the back of a backyard. This should have reassured me a bit, but it actually reinforced my idea that I was really doing something shameful. I felt like I was going to a sex shop or something like that. In short, something you really want to hide to other people. I was received by a saleswoman, a bit coldly. She installed me in a small room of barely three square meters without any windows. There was no wallpaper or paint on the wall like in a normal living room. There was a lot of clutter, like in a room where you store stocks. I remember that I, that I had the feeling of entering a little storeroom that was very, very weird. The saleswoman went to get me a hair topper. She brought it to me and left the room. I didn't really understand what was happening to me at this point. She didn't give me any advice or help me to position it. 
I was myself alone with a product in my hands that doesn't that didn't <laughs> suit me at all. The air was too heavy and orange. It was the color of Dalida. I don't know if you know this singer, but please check on Google to, to understand my sensation. <laughs> it was also extremely shiny. It looked like uh, synthetic hair. I tried to position the product on my head. The result was catastrophic. I felt like they got it out of a Halloween custom shop or a Dalida's custom shop. I don't know. <laughs> my partner looked at me with wide eyes. <laughs> He was afraid, I think. <laughs> Fortunately, the situation was so ridiculous that it makes me laugh a lot. When the saleswoman returns, I told her that the color was really too different from mine. She told me that they don't have anything else. I found her extremely cold, so I decided to leave. On the street, I felt like crying. It's not just a fitting that went wrong. For me, it was the only solution I had to deal with my alopecia. After this disastrous episode, I didn't know what to think. The brand I went to was not one of the market leaders. They were supposed to be a bit cheaper and that's why I had selected them. <laughs> Bad idea to think like that, but okay. I thought maybe that was a problem and that there are better products out there and maybe I should try one day. One day at work, a young colleague of mine with beautiful hair looked at my fining scalp while I was talking at the coffee break. I could see in her eyes that she was concerned about the state of my scalp. It was a huge humiliation and a real woke-up call for me. I understood that I was at a stage where now other people were noticing my alopecia. I couldn't stay like this. As long as it was just missing it, it was fine. But I couldn't bear the thought of people noticing it. So I decided to make another appointment at a wig shop again and go to one of the leaders of the market. This time, the shop was in the middle of the street and there was a window with wigs in front of it. I remember that I didn't dare go in. I was ashamed that people would see me and wonder why I was going in there. I was ashamed that people knew I needed this, but I did it again. I found that there are some things that are quite disorientating when you go in this type of shop for a woman with simple androgenetic alopecia. At the reception, there were magazines with almost only women inside who were completely bald because of total alopecia. There were also a lot of photo, uh, photos and testimonials from women with cancer. Of course, I understand that it is important that women facing these issues are represented. But I would also have liked to see women with just androgenic alopecia like me. It made me feel like I didn't belong in that shop, that I wasn't legitimate to be there. I felt like I was entering a very disease-related sphere and that was not a very reassuring and positive feeling for me. I really think that even for a woman who is healed or has total alopecia, things should be, should be presented differently so that they can also better live the experience. I was then received by a young saleswoman who I found very friendly this time. She showed me two hair toppers. Never of them was really my hair color, but at least there was a blonde piece. So let's remember that I was coming out of the Dalida hair trauma, so I was prepared to tolerate a lot. <laughs> the blonde was much blonder than my hair. 
the sales woman helped me to position the product. I didn't recognize myself at first. I didn't think it was bald, but I thought it was a lot of hair, maybe too much hair. And it was true that after about 20 minutes with the product on my head, with the hair topper on my hair, I was starting to get used to this new look. After the 20 minutes, <laughs> I found that the hair topper made me look much better than usual. I remember thinking that this is how I should always have looked in my daily life. I remember thinking that this hair topper allowed me to finally be the real me, the one who should not have suffered from alopecia, the one who would have been able to just feel beautiful. And this is because of this uh, thought that the Command Diadem uh, slogan is Redevenez celle que vous êtes. In French, it means become who you really are again, or just become who you are. Uh, because it was precisely what I felt f when uh, I first tried a hair topper. A few weeks later, I adopted this hair topper and it completely changed my life. However, looking back, I know now that it was not the right product for me. The hair color was far too different to mine. I had to have my hair lightened several times and it still didn't blend well. Also, the cap size was really too small as I have a very diffuse and extensive alopecia. All in all, the product was actually quite detectable. So I had to quickly change to a silk top product product, sorry, with a larger base. But I do not regret this first experience. It was this experience that made me want to make videos on my YouTube channel Commandiadem on this subject. It was the first hair topper that led me into the fabulous world of fake hair. If you want to discover my uh, hair topper and wigs video on my YouTube channel, you can subscribe to Commandiadem. I will put it in description. There is several um, YouTube uh, videos that are in English. Sorry, because maybe you heard that I'm French, so I have maybe a huge accent, I guess, but I will improve uh, with my next episodes. You can also, of course, follow me on the Instagram of Commandiadem that I will also put in description of this podcast. Don't hesitate to DM me if you need any information about hair toppers. Commandiadem means like a tiara in French because for me, um, a tiara is something that changes you without really changing you. It's something that gives you uh, self-esteem, charism, beauty, something that is not very um, measurable, but that is more about something psychological. <laughs> I don't know if you understand. So please, if you liked this uh, episode, don't hesitate to put five stars and to subscribe and see you in my next episode of my fake hair journey.